Blog Talk Radio. Tonight on Dr. Anonymous Show 143, our guest coming up in a little bit will be Dr. Dean Brandon from Huntsville, Alabama. He is uh, the author of the blog Pediatric Dentistry. You can get there by going to cyberdentist.blogspot.com. Uh, we met at Blog World Expo last fall, and so we'll talk about that and a lot more. Opening the show tonight is this uh, clip I found here. <laughs> See if you can name it. <laughs> the Dr. Anonymous show starts right now. When I was younger, just compared to the kid. My mama noticed funny things I did Like shooting puppies with a BB gun I'd poison guppets when I was done I'd find a pussycat bash in his head That's when my mama said What did she say? She said, my boy, I think someday You'll find a way to make your natural tendencies pay You'll be a dentist You have a talent for causing things Come be a dentist People will pay you to be inhumane Your temperament's wrong for the creature And teaching would suit you still Come be a dentist You'll be a success Of that dad. Oh my god! He is the sister that he's ever seen. Oh my god, he's done by the mark, he's a star. Oh, that hurts! Wait, I'm not numb! Uh, shut up. Open wide, here I come! I'm your dad, and I enjoy the career that I picked. I'm your dad, and I get off on the pain I inflict. And though it may cause my patience to stress Somewhere, somewhere in heaven above me I know, I know that my mom was proud of me Oh, mama? Cause I'm a dentist And a sick Say, ah
Yes, that's right. Bringing you the best that medicine and social media have to offer. This is the Dr. Anonymous Show live on Blog Talk Radio on a Thursday night. I am, of course, your favorite physician host. My name is Mike, but my friends, like all of you out there, you can call me Dr. A. You can also, uh, you can always find me at DrAnonymous.com. That brings you the uh, the most up-to-date show schedule. And uh, I've been blogging a lot more lately, so you can check out my blog post there. And uh, and I do a little bit of uh, uh, what I would call uh, TV interviews here for local uh, news here. I've been doing a lot of those recently. You can go to DrAnonymous.com to check those out. You can also go to DrAnonymous.net. Shout out to all of my 163 Facebook fans. Thank you so much for uh, being a fan of the show. And uh, being a fan of the show, you can uh, you also get exclusive behind-the-scenes video of uh, how I do this show. So uh, friend me up there on DrAnonymous.net. You can also go to DrAnonymous.org where uh, you can have access to all 143 shows and also leave a comment over there. I would very much appreciate that. And if you didn't already know, you can listen in real time on your iPhone or BlackBerry. Just uh, direct your mobile browser to DrAnonymous.com, excuse me, to uh, Blog Talk Radio slash DrAnonymous, and you can listen to the show in real time, I know people out there that do that. I very much appreciate that. Uh, today is Thursday, February 4th, 2010. It is 9 p.m. Eastern Time, and the temperature here at broadcast time at Dr. Anonymous World Headquarters is 33 degrees Fahrenheit. The big snowstorm will be uh, uh, starting approximately, I think, 20 hours from right now here at Dr. Anonymous World Headquarters, so we are getting ready for that. Our guest coming up in a few minutes will be Dr. Dean Brandon from Huntsville, Alabama. He is a pediatric dentist, uh, and that's why the uh, dentist music at the top of the show here this evening. Uh, he's been in practice for over 20 years. He is author of the blog called Pediatric Dentistry. You can get there by going to cyberdentist.blogspot.com. And you can also uh, follow him on Twitter. His Twitter ID is Matrix Band, and we may talk about that a little bit as well. Uh, he's a partner at the Alabama Pediatric Dental uh, Associates and Orthodontics. So uh, uh, we met at Blog World uh, this past year, and by the way, kids, Blog World Expo 2010 will be October 14 through 16, 2010, in Las Vegas. So start saving up the bail money right now, kids. <laughs> and, yes, I will be recreating the movie The Hangover <laughs> while I'm out there this year. <laughs> I'm still mad <laughs> that The Hangover was not nominated for any Academy Awards. Very upset about that. Uh, anyway, through social media, our guest tonight has met people like Internet celebrities uh, Gary Vaynerchuk and Chad Vader. That'll be interesting to talk about. And if you saw today's blog post, uh, you even met uh, actor Anthony Edwards, so that had to be, uh, had to be fun. Uh, but before we get to that, I do want to thank uh, Blog Talk Radio for featuring the show here again this evening on their front page. Uh, welcome to those of you who are new to the show. 
Uh, I've been a social media hobbyist since 2005. And if you're curious, yes, I am actually a real doctor. (laughs) I am a family physician in full-time private practice, meaning I see patients five days a week in the hospital and in my office here in beautiful northeastern Ohio. And if you're listening live, then how can you not listen live to this show? You can see my smiling face uh, on the webcam here uh, this evening. Uh, And if you're ever here live, just go to the top of the chat room and click the uh, webcam icon, and you can see me doing the show live before your eyes. Very exciting. Uh, Before we go to our break, I do want to give a a big shout-out to the people in our chat room. We have Dana Liu. We have Jabulani, who is up in the middle of the night (laughs) over uh, in uh, England, Great Britain. Uh, where I believe is I forget I always forget what time it is I think it's two or three o'clock in the morning over there so very much appreciate you listening to the show live we have Jamin we have Liz we have Ramona uh, joining us and uh, I did get some messages here in the uh, chat room that are having a little bit of difficulty getting into the chat room here this evening so if you're listening and not in the chat room be patient you'll be able to get in and join us here this evening. Uh, and also before I go to the break, I do want to wish a happy birthday to someone, uh, probably the youngest Dr. Anonymous uh, fan, just turned nine years old this week. Her parents uh, and my wife uh, have been friends for a long time, going all the way back to college, uh, and they usually listen to the archives, but uh, sometimes they listen live, uh, and they show up in the chat room here as lame New Year's in the chat room, and I'll explain that name if they... Uh, call into the show. So happy birthday out there tonight. So yeah, Jabulani is saying it is 2.10 a.m. in England. So uh, thank you very much for uh, uh, listening to the show live here. So I will take my break right here. Uh, Right after the break will be Dr. Dean Brandon. You're listening to the Dr. Anonymous show live on Blog Talk Radio. I'm a proud member of the Better Health Network at GetBetterHealth.com, and also a proud member of the ProMed Network of Podcasts. You can go there by going to ProMedNetwork.com, and we'll be right back. That's right, lowering your blood pressure one point at a time. This is the Dr. Anonymous Show live on Blog Talk Radio. I want to give a shout-out to freaking Ben with a Q and Jesse Wilder, who have joined us here in the chat room. Thank you for joining us. So on the line with me right now is uh, Dr. Dean Brandon from the blog Pediatric Dentistry. You can get there by going to cyberdentist.blogspot.com. Dean, welcome to the show. Uh, thank you, Dr. A. It's a real honor to be here. I'm excited about it. All right. Well, great. So you are a not only a dentist, but a, a, a pediatric dentist, which I find very uh, fascinating. 
Uh, I guess my first question for you here this evening is, uh, what uh, uh, what do you like about your job? What is what is cool? What what is what is great about being a pediatric dentist? Well, a lot of people ask me that. In fact, um, uh, a long time ago, I was, I was going to a book signing by Jim Lovell, who's an astronaut, and you may remember him from the uh, Apollo 13 uh, uh, mission. And I yeah. went up to him, and I told him about my – I said, my parents work for NASA. And he said, oh, and, and what do you do? And I said, well, I'm a pediatric dentist. And he kind of paused, and he said, well, why aren't you in, in doing NASA too, you know, or, or engineering? And that kind of took me aback, you know, why why would he ask that? Because he was very to the, blunt and to the point, I suppose. But it's easy to answer. I mean, how can you not like working with kids? I mean, every day I see little kids running around, the big kids, we talk to them, they're so innocent and nice. Um, I like working with the parents. Um, there's always variety, I'll tell you that. It's not the same thing, same thing every day. Um, some days we're working in the hospital uh, with an, uh, an operating room case. Uh, other times uh, we just do filling. Sometimes we do just exams. Sometimes we do some minor orthodontics and and in our particular office, we have two different offices right now, so I'm kind of in different places on different days. So there's always a variety uh, going on it all the time. Yeah, I saw on your uh, on your site there that you just opened a new uh, facility there. Uh, that had to be exciting. Were, were yeah, you, I, I presume that uh, you and the team were involved with planning that thing from the ground up. Yes, we have. Uh, I have five other partners. Two of them are orthodontists who do most of the braces uh, in orthodontics in our practice, and the rest of us, the four of us, are pediatric dentists. And we have, we have had an office, a satellite office, for a while, but we were just busting at the seams and uh, people just crowding in the waiting room, and, and it was we needed a new facility. So about a year ago, we we embarked on a big project to uh, build a, a, a large second office, and we're actually going to open a third office um, this summer. Uh, not quite to, to the extent that our uh, Madison office is, but uh, it takes a lot of work working together with your partners and um, you know making decisions. And uh, it was uh, really pleased with the result. I think we have one of the nicest offices in the country. I think. Oh, great, great! That's something that's fascinating here that you mentioned, and, and you mentioned in your emails. Um, uh, is that your parents are, are two uh, NASA scientists? That that had to be really cool. Cause I'm, you know, I'm obviously I'm very geeky. Uh, that that had to be very cool growing up. It, it was. We, I mean, I grew up with the space program. I'm, you know, we. I've been to all kinds of launches. I, I was a child at the time, but I saw Apollo 11 launch, Apollo 14, Apollo 17, which was a night launch, um, and, and shuttle launches. And it, it's a really impressive thing when it's part of your life as much as it was here because there's a large NASA facility, Marshall Space Flight Center here. My mother's a mathematician by training, and she actually worked with Dr. Varna von Braun uh, for a few years there um, back in the 50s and 60s. And my father uh, did a number of uh, positions. He's a physicist by training, and he worked uh, at, at eventually for NASA as a literally a rocket scientist. And... Um, now, why did I not do that to answer that question more specifically? Well, I guess it was probably because I didn't wasn't really that good at math. Uh, <laughs> I loved science. <laughs> I loved uh, a lot of the things, and I was okay at math. But I mean, it was just not that was like the little hang of. That's not something I particularly enjoyed. So I kind of went down a different path. And, and what was interesting to me, I actually ended up majoring in biology because I just loved it so much. 
uh, in college uh, before dental school. And, I, and until I graduated, I didn't even know it, but my grandmother, one of my grandmothers, was uh, majored in biology as well. And I didn't even know that until I'd already uh, graduated. And I said, well, I guess it skips a generation. So uh, did, did you have exposure to dentists or pediatric dentists growing up, other than the story that you shared beforehand, I mean, like in high school or college? Well, I actually, or that you know, when I was growing up, my uh, my dentist was a pediatric dentist here in Huntsville, um, Dr. Charles Hall and Dr. Richard Cannon. Um, and what was funny is, is not only did I was one of their patients, but I uh, finally ended up working for them once I graduated and came back home here. Um, uh, so that was kind of interesting. But I had good experiences there. I, of course, every person has their own story about their own braces and their, their dental experience. Um, but that t uh, tied in very well with my interest in biology. Um, and I knew I wanted to go into medicine or dentistry, you know, or something biologically related early on. I mean, I was in, like, I believe it was eighth grade, and I heard that when you start high school in ninth grade, you can take biology. And I said, wow, that's Biology, that sounds really great. I want to learn more about that. Biology and chemistry, that's what really got my, me interested. And, of course, as the years went on, I, I wasn't exactly sure, but I, I had an, an uncle that was a dentist. So I was at least obtusely, tangentially, I guess you'd say, um, familiar with, with dentistry, but not the day-to-day -day stuff. I just kind of knew it was a good profession. I wanted to be um, sort of be my own boss. I thought that was one of the advantages of dentistry as a profession. Uh, making your own decisions, you're, you're accountable to your patients, not to some employer. Um, it was, uh, you know, uh, made a good living and uh, run out uh, digging ditches and such. So I figured, well, this, this, this was something for me. And when I finally got down to college, I knew uh, that uh, dentistry is where I wanted to go. My kind of fallback at that time was to go into biological research and or, you know, something along those lines. Uh, but uh, luckily I got into dental school and uh, the rest is history, so to speak. So how long is uh, dental school? How long is that training process? Some, believe it or not, some people have said, oh, how many, is that a year after high school you do that trade school thing and you can be a dentist? And I said, oh, not quite, not quite. Um, most people know this, maybe some physicians do, and but some people don't know that it's basically like medical school. You, you go to four years of college, which I did, and I got my degree in biology and chemistry. And then dental school follows college, and you go four years. Um, almost all dental schools are four years. I went to the University of Alabama School of Dentistry in Birmingham. Um, very good school in my opinion. And once you graduated there, you can actually at that point go out, hang your shingle up, start as a general dentist, uh, seeing patients if you wish. Um, in fact, it, it, I should say that most physicians, and you may correct me if I'm wrong here, are specialized in some field or emphasis of their of their practice. There's not that many family physicians out there. there. There's some, but it's not the majority. In, in dentistry, the majority of dentists are not specialists. They are family practitioners, general dentists. So they do a little bit of everything. Um, about 15% of dentists are specialists, and I knew I wanted to go into pediatric dentistry. In fact, I, in my interview for dental school, they asked me, are you interested in any specialties? And I said, well, I kind of like orthodontics, but I particularly want to be a pediatric dentist. And um, and sure enough, that, that's what I was able to achieve. And uh, after I graduated dental school, four years, I went to um, LSU, Louisiana State University School of Dentistry's program, which is located actually in New Orleans, and Children's Hospital there and Charity Hospital, the world-famous Charity Hospital down there. Um, great program. I went there for two years, uh, and then I came on home after that. So that was the specialty that I selected.
Oh, great, great. So, so there are uh, there are five other people in your group. Is that right? That's correct. Um, and we're actually maybe growing uh, more this following year, where we may be starting to look for even another pediatric dentist because we're growing all the time. Um, I have, like I said, two orthodontists, uh, Dr. Paul Sproul and Dr. Kevin Tessner, that we brought in because the, the, we were able to offer that to our pa- uh, patients. Now, pediatric dentists do do a lot of orthodontics as well. In fact, a lot of general dentists do a lot of orthodontics. Uh, we just found it um, convenient for our patients to have that specialty available uh, so they can transition. When we see the need, we can say, okay, it looks like it's about getting time to have the orthodontist take a look here, so we'll refer them over to that department, and they'll do a consultation and, and get them started down that path. And it's in a familiar place for the kids. They've been there a long time usually, and so it was not a big transition for them to get into the orthodontics at that point. Um, my other partners are they're graduate, all of us graduated from different programs. Um, uh, some of our other uh, pediatric dentists graduated from Tennessee, for instance, different places like that. So we have a little varied experience uh, uh, within our group, but we all get together really well. So you've been in, in practice for over 20 years now, and uh, uh, so and uh, you know dentistry has a lot of toys and stuff. Uh, so I presume oh. it's pretty geeky. Uh, yeah, so. are very gadget oriented. That is very true. Um, there's always, a, you know, someone once joked if if the dentist was treating tuberculosis, they would say, "Well, take out the lungs and put them in mechanical lungs. That's the solution." Um, well, that's, that's some good stuff. <laughs> and I, I, my uh, brother-in-law actually is a, a physician. And I joked with him one time. I said, "You physicians have it made because." You don't have to have all these supplies and, and tools and hand, hand pieces and even x-ray machines. All you need is a stethoscope and a prescription pad, and, and you're on your way, you know. And, of course, he didn't really appreciate my, my humor there. But uh, <laughs> um, most dentists, I mean, we have to buy our x-ray machines. A physician, I, unless you're a radiologist, you're, you're going to refer out to have the uh, radiograph done. You're going to go to the hospital and use their equipment and their nurses to help you out in some types of surgeries. So there's, there is a lot of little tools and gizmos and, and um, uh, specialty equipment you do need to use as a dentist, that's for sure. Our guest is uh, Dr. Gene Brandon uh, uh, from Huntsville, Alabama. His uh, blog is uh, Pediatric Dentistry. You can go there by going to uh, cyberdentist.blogspot.com. And uh, let's kind of switch gears here a little bit. Uh, so uh, what, what did you first kind of – let's talk about blogging. Uh, let's uh, – uh, and when did you first kind of uh, started reading blogs and, and uh, started getting into some of this uh, social media stuff? Well, bluntly put, I wanted a suit. I know that doesn't make a lot of sense, but I'll try to explain. I wanted a suit, like, like a tailor-made, bespoke suit, because all the suits that I had, I was a little too small, a little too large. I'd, I'd go to the stores and I'd say, this is the one I want. Oh, I'm sorry, sir, we don't have them in your size. So I said, well, I'm going to start look on the internet and try to find this is one back in like 2005 I think around that time and I was familiar with the internet and I was watch rocket boom and some of those funny sites it was a video blog at the time I didn't call it that I just knew it was a place I could go to see funny videos in between patients um, and I started looking on the internet and I found a site called englishcut.com Thomas Mahan's site he's an English uh, uh, Savile Row tailor in uh, London who comes to the United States occasionally and I said this is a really well-done website. That's what I thought it was, website. And I realized this is not a website. This is a blog, and people are, are commenting. And he's taking this rather obscure specialty, if you will, 
and and exposing the ins and outs of it to to the world in this in this blog. And I thought that was interesting. So I scraped together my money and I got on a plane actually and flew to London to get my suit. Now you don't just walk in and get it and walk out. It's it's a very complex process. But I was able to meet him, and a very very great guy. Um, and the the guy that actually helped him set up that blog was um, was Hugh McLeod, who some people in the internet world probably are familiar with him. But I, I met him and talked to him a little bit about how he uh, started the blog site and how they, his Mr. Mahan's business just really took off after that. And he'd also done that with a wine company where he um, a, a South African wine company, company I think called Stormhook Wines. And when he started the blogging about that and getting in the social media world, the sales just took off there. So when I got back, and I had my suit eventually, of course, and, and I was, had no more money at that time after that, but I had my suit. I was happy. I thought, I want to look into this blogging thing. And I thought, this looks interesting to me. I could take my rather obscure specialty and start talking about it, and maybe maybe somebody would be interested in that. So I started just doing I found out you could do it actually for no money. You go to blogger.com and just start a blog, and I did it, and I, I put up a few posts. And to my amazement, people actually started to to look at it. And I, I had a little sight meter. I mean, people were looking at it and commenting, uh, which was amazing to me. That, uh, it was like a, no communication. I, I had people commenting from all over the world, from England to Mongolia, uh, South Africa, um, everywhere, Vietnam, everywhere. People were looking at it, which was, was amazing to me, and occasionally commenting. So it kind of took off from there, and I found it fairly easy to do, and I decided to sort of speak in the voice that I kind of use in the office when I'm talking about a, a particular topic. And some people have told me it's like you're talking to me, and I take that as a compliment. I'm not a great writer by any means. I, I didn't attempt to be uh, profound or anything. I said, well, a lot of people ask me about you know, this at the office. Well, why don't I make a little post about that today? Or one time I did something that, like, how much does the tooth fairy charge? So I did a little post about the going rate for a baby tooth, you know. And, uh, really? <laughs> by, and that was kind of interesting. A lot of people commented on that. By the way, if you're wondering, at the time I did it back in 2006, I, my kind of, because I know, you know, I'm in with the tooth fairy, you know, all thinnest are, you know. And, uh, exactly. Uh, I yeah. found out that for the first tooth goes for a little bit more. That's usually between 2 and $5. Um, after that, it sometimes goes down a little bit, but Tooth Fairy once told me that, well, it was kind of dark, and she thought it was a $5 bill, but it ended up being a $50 bill um, and the next morning. So sometimes uh, that, that happens. That's about the most I've heard for a tooth is 50 <laughs> so I, I put that on there, and I, I, you know, little things like that. And I found out that I really enjoyed it, and uh, I've been doing it ever since. Wow, huh? Um, and I did want to ask you. So, uh, so your, uh, your your Twitter handle is uh, uh, Matrix Band. Yes, Can you explain that a little bit? Well, it's it's not uh, a different reality or or, or or a musical group. It, the Matrix Band is actually a dental device. Actually, it's a little thing that dentists use. It's like a little ring around the tooth that you put temporarily on it to kind of hold certain fillings in. It kind of um, conforms the filling to the tooth, if you will. It provides a matrix a space to put the, the filling in it. I just thought it sounded cool, you know. I was, there were some other dental instruments I thought about referencing as my Twitter handle, like one was called a reamer or a ball burnisher, and I thought, well, that doesn't sound too good, so I think I'll stick with Matrix Band, so that's what I did. 
so uh, so how often do you do you put a post up there? Uh, is it kind of vary or? It varies a little bit. I probably should post more. I know people in blogging say, oh, you need to do it like almost every day, and I'm thinking every day. Gosh, I'm busy. I mean, us uh, us med bloggers. I mean, most of us have private practices and. And that, uh, as a professional, as you know, it takes a lot of our time. I'm, I'm working after hours. I'm on call. I'm at the hospital, things like that, in addition to running the business. So I don't really have a lot of time to do it. So I kind of wait until I'm inspired to do something. So it's usually about a couple times a month, maybe every once a week or once every couple of weeks. There are times when I don't blog for a while and then also all of a sudden do like three blogs, you know, three posts in a row over a couple of days. It just sort of depends on what... Uh, it's kind of grown quite large. I have a lot of posts on there now, and I, I try not to repeat myself too much on any topics. And there's a few things I still kind of hold in reserve. So when I feel like I can do a job, a good job with it, I'll go ahead and post that. But uh, you know, I don't blog quite as much as some people do. But um, I try to at least get something going every now and then. <laughs> uh, well, one of the uh, topics that you mentioned to me was uh, what what uh, what is a typical day like as a, as a uh, pediatric dentist. So uh, uh, how would you answer that? Yeah, um, it is, it's lots of action, I'll tell you that. There's always something going on, um, as I described before. Um, it, it tends to be quite busy. I mean, some dentists will spend uh, three hours with one patient working on some complex crown and bridge procedure or something. Well, kids can't sit in the chair that long, I'm telling you. And they don't need complex procedures. Like they usually have lots of little smaller procedures that you do an exam or a cleaning or one filling or something like that. So we're usually quite busy checking uh, patients, checking their hygiene. You know, they, the, the hygienist will clean their teeth. So we'll come in and look at the x-rays, talk to the kids, check for cavities, look how the teeth are coming in and stuff like that. And then we'll walk into another room and uh, begin a filling or a crown or something like that. Um, then we'll go back and check some more patients and back and forth, back and forth all day long. Uh, we do some of the more uh, complex procedures like sedation patients. We do that in the morning. Uh, patients that need multiple restorations who may, may need some medication to kind of uh, conscious sedation, if you will. They're still awake, but they're very kind of relaxed, and we get the work done that way. Um, and then on, on usually on Fridays we'll go we'll have a few patients unfortunately that, that have such treatment needs or are very young sometimes two often two to three years old with tons of of what we call rampant caries dental abscesses all over the place and we'll actually have them asleep in the operating room to do the work we'll take our X-rays we'll do all the work all at one appointment and they wake up and go home the same day just like getting tubes in their ears just it's, it's like that they come there in the morning it takes about two hours worth of work and then they. Um, so it's nice working in the hospital. Usually about once a month I'll go there and, and do that. I do two, about three patients a month uh, with that kind of thing. So there's a lot of action, a lot of variety, and a lot of fun. Uh, and I see that uh, you also utilize some uh, video, uh, too. That's probably you know, part of your, your geek uh, DNA, but uh, <laughs> uh, I, I, I enjoy uh, the uh, the videos that you have there. I'll, I'll post a link up here in the chat room in a little bit. Yeah, there's a few uh, on there. I, I kind of would like to do more, but when I first started that, one of the first ones I did was actually a hospital case. It doesn't get into too much detail, but I had to kind of set up the camera and the ORB, the cameraman, the actor, the the sound technician, and it was fairly hard to actually make it, and then I had to go back and edit the video. Um, and then once I had it, at the time, it wasn't very easy to post videos. YouTube was kind of not really that familiar to me and how that worked, so I finally got it up and running. And then in recent years, I've gotten it's gotten a lot easier to edit, post, and place a video. Um, 
But it does take time, and um, I even thought about you know making some sort of video dentistry, pediatric dentistry video blog, but that takes even more of my time, and I'll just do it from time to time. But there's a couple things up there. In fact, one of them actually has nothing to do with dentistry. It's um, me and my kids made a video about a Paco the pig, who is a stuffed little pig that the comedian Taylor Mason uh, uses in his um, act, the ventriloquist act. And the kids just loved him. So we made a little video about um, uh, Paco going to the Olympics and the, some of the things he did. It's about a minute or so long. And uh, I'm I'm pretty proud of that. So I put that on there for any kids who might or find something <laughs> that because we love to do that kind of thing. There's a, uh, there's a question in the chat room here uh, asking about uh, Mountain Dew Mouth. Does that have any uh, significance to you? Mm, not as 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 stated, but I think I know what they're getting at. Mountain Dew Mouth, I guess that's what I heard. Um, kids, for instance, uh, and adults for that matter too, if, if, there's two different ways I can approach that. One is if they drink Mountain Dews, Diet, I mean, Cokes, um, anything uh, with sort of the acidic. If you look at a Coke, and it'll say it has phosphoric acid in it. Um, that's a flavoring agent. It makes it taste better. Um, but if you're, like, drinking them all day long, all one after another, sipping on this continually, you can erode the teeth a little bit. In addition, if it does have, you know, sugar in it, it's not diet, you're going to feed that bacteria that causes tooth decay. So if you're already prone to getting decay, it can make that worse. Um yeah, they also might be referring to the young children who I call it baby bottle tooth decay, where they will a, a parent, for instance, an, an instantly know, not knowing it, but giving them a bottle at night after one year of age. A, a baby doesn't really need a whole lot of nutrition in the evening once they get that age. So the Academy of Pediatric Dentistry and and pediatrics, for that matter, recommends giving them off the nighttime feeding at at that point, unless they just got to have a Water's fine, you know. I know my daughter uh, loved that bottle at night, and so we switched to just water at night. And um, but if they don't, it if they already have the bacteria that causes tooth decay, it can greatly accelerate the speed of the cavity formation. And that's that's those two-year-olds that I see that have multiple things going on, and I have to take them to the OR to get that uh, all fixed up. So it, it, either of those things could be what they're talking about. Wow. Hmm. So, uh, at what age should a, should a child first see a, a dentist? The again, the, the official academy recommendation is at age one or six months after they get their first tooth. Because some kids actually don't even have any teeth by age one; they're a little bit slow getting teeth. There's a lot of variability with that. Most kids get a, their first tooth around six months of age. So, by six months after that, that's going to be around one year of age. So, now we're not going to take a bunch of X-rays. We're not going to even clean their teeth necessarily, but we at least want to get in there and talk about those preventive strategies and get them off the bottle, clean their teeth. With just, you don't have to use a brush. At least clean it with a little cloth. Make sure the teeth are coming in the right way and, and hopefully head off these things before it gets out of hand. So the answer is one year of age. Hmm. So uh, I imagine you probably get a lot of uh, feedback and questions um, on your comments or on your site. Um, how do you deal with those comments? It's, you know, if it's uh, you know if it's something that you're not really comfortable with, or something along those lines. Well, from the very beginning, I felt the need to kind of answer. A lot of people were asking questions, and I was trying to be very careful not to give dental advice over the internet. That's not what my intention was. I'm not their dentist. I haven't seen the X-rays. I don't know exactly your case because I know from working with with children all day long, every case is a little different. 
So I don't really try to give advice, but I felt like I could answer them in some way. So I would reply to almost every comment, unless it was sort of a uh, not asking anything. And uh, that got to be a little much on some of the more popular posts, like teeth coming in behind, permanent teeth coming in behind the baby teeth, or the kid that's bumped their tooth and it's turning dark. These more popular posts, I would get like 70, 80 comments on it. I'm thinking, and every day I would come home and there would be three more comments to post and respond to. And so after a while on the really popular posts, I sort of terminated any additional um, posting to that because I figured, well, about as much has been said after 70 comments on that as can be said. And plus, I just physically couldn't uh, spend the kind of time I would like to to responding to those questions. Yeah, I mean, I'm just kind of taking a uh, taking a look at some of these uh, comments here. Uh, um, I guess the most popular one I'm seeing here is uh, it's from March 2006. It's called "My Child's Tooth Is Turning Dark," and uh, I'm looking at that right now. You have over 100 comments on that. That's uh, pretty That's popular. One of the popular ones. In fact, if you search on that on the internet, it's probably going to come up in the top few uh, Google search. I suspect. At least that's what it seems like. And I hope people. That's something I see a lot every day. And I said, well, I think I better post something about that because I get asked that a lot. A lot of kids fall and they bump their tooth, and it, two to three weeks later it kind of turns dark. And, it, you know, if a permanent tooth does that, that's, that can be pretty serious. And it is serious with a baby tooth, but it's not quite as bad as with a permanent tooth. So I put a little comments on there about that, and and uh, people seem to be interested in it. So that that just amazes me, but they are, you know. Wow. And I, I would guess that, uh, that, you know, you don't predict – you know, what's going to be real popular. It just kind of uh, has a mind of its own or a life of yeah. its own. I have sometimes, at least early on on some of them, I kind of knew this might be kind of popular because I get it a lot in the office. Um, certain things um, and certain things I've actually held off posting directly about because I knew I want to do it really well um, to respond to that. But uh, sometimes I don't know, you know, and, and sometimes it will be linked up a couple of times, you know how the internet works. If, if something gets linked enough, it, it p- comes up higher on search engines, and all of a sudden that's the one everybody's looking at and looking at that post, and it gets more popular and gets linked more, and it's a geometric effect that all of a sudden that particular post is extremely popular. Um, our guest is uh, Dr. Dean Brandon. Uh, his blog is Pediatric Dentistry. You can get there by going to cyberdentist.blogspot.com. Uh, and let's kind of switch gears again here and kind of uh, talk about look, the, some of the interesting kind of uh, social media type of things that you've experienced. Uh, I, I posted on my blog uh, today. You have a picture there with uh, actor Anthony Edwards, and, and uh, how did all that happen? That's interesting. Well, that, that's a – I didn't set out to meet these, you know, famous people. It just – I didn't set out to even meet him, but we were at Blog World, and he was one of the speakers, and he was uh, actually just starting his Twitter account. Uh, he was just beginning to do that, and he was talking about uh, a particular charity that he was wanting to start, and he wanted the blogging community to support that called Shoe for Africa. It was starting a children's hospital in Africa, um, uh, and they were raising money for that. And I thought, well, that's kind of related to what I do. I mean, I, I wanted, you know, so I kind of Twittered on my Twitter feed. I Twittered him and said, hey, you know, if you need any help or anything, let me know. And he twittered back to me and said, hey, well, come on by the booth and we'll talk. And I said, wow, okay, well, I'll go over there. And I, I spoke to him um, maybe 15 minutes, 10, 15 minutes. And um, he gave me some you know, ideas of what they're trying to do. And I, I thought, well, maybe I'd eventually contact our foundation or do something. And certainly 
you know, retweet some of, of, of what they were doing. So I got to meet him, which was pretty cool because when I was in dental school, ER, I mean, that was like the show, you know. It was oh, the, yeah. Uh, that you can watch back then. And, and um, I thought, wow, this is kind of cool. You know, met Dr. Green. So he's a very, very, <laughs> very nice guy. Uh, I was very pleased to meet him. Uh, another, I know another uh, character I met there was Chad Vader's, which if you are <laughs> familiar with him, he's uh, uh, Darth Vader's uh, brother, evidently works at a, a grocery store as a nighttime shift manager or something like that. And there's a, a group that's made some funny videos about Chad Vader uh, on the Internet. And he was also one of the uh, uh, presenters, I guess you'd say, at Blog World. So you get a very odd collection of people at something like Blog World. Uh, it, was a, it was a great experience. I know you and I have talked about it before. How, how did uh, uh, how did you hear about uh, Blog World? Is that something you're well, you, Unfortunately, I mean, my wife tells me I spend way too much time on the Internet, and she's right, but I'm actually doing something on there. I mean, when I, I check my email and I check my Twitter feed, and, and then I kind of get lost in the Internet. I'll search around for all kinds of things, news, politics, everything, and then I, I came across Blog World a, a, a previous year, and I thought, everybody's talking about Blog World on Twitter. What is this? So I looked it up, and I said, oh, I want to go to that. When is that? And I found it, oh, it just happened. I thought, well, I'm going to mark that on the calendar for next year because that's certainly appropriate to what I'm doing. I want to find out how to make my blog better and, and, and meet these interesting people who are doing some of the same things. Uh, and I also heard they were going to have the med blog, the med blogger uh, track is what they call it. So that was even more reason to go. So I marked it on my calendar, and I made sure that uh, I could head out there in Las Vegas. Great, great. Uh, and I guess in addition to the med blog track and, and visiting with uh, – uh, with uh, celebrities, uh, uh, were able to to get some of the content in there as well. As far did, did you get to learn some stuff when you were there? I did. Um, I didn't. I was I was very pleased with the whole environment, the people I met. I didn't find out quite as much of the detail information, and that's probably partially my fault because I don't really know where and how to look. Um, I thought it would be kind of more important to, for me to learn how to make posts more interesting looking, maybe change the layout, the colors, the you know, the the font sizes. I did get a little bit of that, but what was more meaningful that I, I got out of it was um, uh, the interaction that I saw within the blogging community and what other people were doing and the potential for blogging and what makes, well, good blogs good. And um, that was very interesting to me as well. But I got a lot out of it. I'm glad I went. Hmm. Well, was that kind of your first uh, kind of tech type of conference that you've been to? Probably so. Most of the conventions I've been to were dental-related, of course, and uh, this was definitely different. I felt a little out of place because here are these people. Everybody has an Apple computer there. Everybody had an iPhone. I thought, well, I've got an Apple computer. I've got an iPhone, so I, I kind of fit in here, you know. But I'm a dentist, so I don't know about a lot of these things. I'm not an expert. I'm not even a good writer. You know, I didn't. English was not my best subject. Here I am writing and trying to do this all myself. Um, but the people were very interesting, very nice, and I did get along with them. Um, they had some great parties there too. That was that was a lot of fun. They had. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, well, what, what, I don't know what, what party you did. You I met to? you there, of course. Yeah, I don't know how much partying you did. I I, I was restrained. I'm not a wild child, but um, they had some nice <laughs> events. Uh, I particularly remember one at the Bellagio. I mean, you know, the Bellagio is like the very nice hip hotel on the Vegas Strip, and they have a nightclub there called the Bank. And the yeah. Blog World people had rented out the entire nightclub for Blog World people that night. So all the 
we were all dressed up, trying to look cool, you know, all geeky selves. We're all kind of a little geeky, I have to tell you, you know that. And we're there, and we're trying to look hip. And we go into this place, the music's playing, everybody's getting their drinks. There's these really hot waitresses around in their gold outfits giving drinks out. And music, dunk, 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 and going. And I looked around, and nobody is dancing. Every person is looking at their iPhones, twittering, twittering and twittering and twittering, drinking and twittering, but nobody's dancing. And I think, this is very odd. I've never been to a nightclub where, I mean, I guess you got to wait a little while for the drinks to kind of kick in, but it was kind of odd, and I was laughing about it. And at one point, the DJ stopped the music, and he announced, people, put down your iPhones and start dancing. And yeah. <laughs> sure enough... Everybody started to dance, then everybody had a good time, and and it, it really turned out uh, to be a lot of fun. But I thought that was a humorous uh, anecdote for the whole thing. Yeah, I was there. I was there later uh, uh, with uh, three other buddies of mine, and uh, uh, I think we were there. At, I think we got there at midnight or something like that. Oh yeah, really... I, was pro- I was probably already in bed by then. I, yeah, probably. I'm not a late probably. night person. I'm sorry. I leave, I get there early and I leave early. I'm you know, not that yeah. Early, um, and that, we were there and, and for a couple of hours, and uh, the, the hotel we had to walk back to was only a couple blocks away. But uh, the, uh, the the amount of beverages we had, it seemed like uh, 15 miles to. Uh, oh well, walk you know, in Vegas, hotel. one block is 15 miles. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I'm. Uh, you know, I just took a taxi. I was cool with that. Oh, great, great. Uh, well, I posted on my blog this week. I, I, I just read uh, uh, the book. It's called uh, Crush It by uh, Internet celebrity uh, Gary Vaynerchuk. And I see on your blog that you actually met the guy. What? Uh, how did you meet him? What's the story with that? that? That was somewhat interesting, I suppose. I didn't. I did sort of set out to meet him maybe more than the other celebrities. I, I, I had originally started looking at, at blogs, and, and you can't be on the Internet and blogging without running the Wine Library TV and, and Gary Vaynerchuk. He's just such a presence either as a speaker, a businessman, or talking about wine. And I'll say, well, that's wine stuff's kind of interesting to me. I don't drink a lot of wine, but, you know, I thought this is interesting. And I was amazed at his, his grasp of social media, how Twitter and blogging are taking over marketing and business. And I thought, I want to use some of his ideas in our business. Um, to bring these ideas into to my field. So I found out he was having a, what he called the Thunder Cruise, which is a cruise, obviously, where he was going to yeah, have fans, tons, tons right. of wine. I think he had a tasting of 300 wines there. I thought, well, that would be cool, and he's going to have little seminars on uh, social media and blogging. I said, I can go there and pick his brain and figure this out and enjoy the wine, and my wife can go and sit by the pool it was the perfect combination, so we both went on that cruise, and I was able to meet him um, through that. And a super nice guy. He, he, When I was thinking about going, I actually tweeted that I'm thinking about going on a Thunder cruise, but I'm not sure. Within five minutes, Gary himself had direct messaged me back and said, you need to go. I said, wow, he's <laughs> personally, and he, he does that. He's talked to almost everybody that within his ability to, to reply, he takes it very personally to contact each person. And he, I said, well, this is, this is somebody special. So I did make a special effort to go and uh, uh, meet him. And also bought the book, Crush It, too. Had to do that. Oh, yeah. Great book. Uh, so have you had any other uh, kind of uh, uh, unique uh, kind of social media experiences? I mean, maybe not meeting uh, people in person, but uh, other types of experiences you've had? 
Well, I, I've noticed, and I would say not really that there's particular instances, but just multiple times when I've, I've especially on Twitter, um, and to some degree on Facebook and um, through our website, that I've noticed more and more dentists are getting blogging into their website. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of them will have a website that will have a blog with it, but when I go to the blog, it'll say, it's basically just another web page. It'll have a little statement by them and no comments and no feedback. And I said, that's not a blog. That's just another page on your website. So, But there are some groups that are getting the hang of it because they're having a link to their Twitter. They have a Twitter feed. They have a Facebook fan page. They're starting to do this. And, and sometimes I can connect through uh, social media, Twittering, or blogging with these people and find out what they're doing and kind of it's a little community there. Um, I think more and more are catching on to that. I mean, really, when I started, there was I was like the only one in dentistry, period, much less pediatric dentistry. And uh, I'm seeing them catch on to it. Everything that I see coming, I see it coming a little before it gets really popular. And so I start doing it, and, and I went to my partners and I said, we need to do this, we need to do this. And they're like, why, why do we need to do that? And I said, you don't understand. And then sure enough, a year later, that's the end thing to do. So. Um, I do get to make connections around the Internet that way. Um, our guest is uh, Dr. Dean Brandon. His, uh, his website is Pediatric Dentistry. You can go to it at uh, cyberdentist.blogspot.com. In our uh, closing moments here, uh, just a, a few other questions here. So do you have uh, patients or parents um, that, uh, uh, that have, uh, have found your blog or asked you questions or find stuff on the Internet? Uh, how, how do you deal with the information that's brought to you uh, from the Internet? Well, a couple of things on that. I do have to state that I did not start this blog to make money. I don't monetize with it. Oh, that's a big thing in blogging. Is how can I monetize? In other words, how can I make money by putting ads on there or something like that? And I said, that's not why I'm doing this. If I do it, if I make any money off of it, it's because patients or potential patients look at it, get some information, have confidence in our practice to give us a call and. Uh, and make an appointment to be, you know, one of our patients. So it's in a way kind of advertising that way, I suppose. But uh, um, I have had some patients see the blog and say, you're the guy I want to see. And I've even had people call from, like, way out of state saying, I need to come. And I said, you probably got a pretty good pediatric dentist near you. I would suggest that you do that. I don't mind seeing you, but flying across the country just for a dental appointment is, is a little... Well, it's not very feasible for, in most cases, and there are a lot of great pediatric dentists. I'm no better than any other out there. Um, uh, I think they're all great, but, um, you know, to the extent that they find it um, useful, I'm, I'm very happy to do it um, and give them some good information. Great, great. Um, so, uh, Dean, do you have any uh, uh, closing thoughts uh, for us? Anything I forgot to ask you, anything you think uh, the audience needs to know about pediatric dentistry or specifically about your website? Uh, well, in pediatric dentistry, I would say things are way different now than they used to be when most of us are kids. Um, I have a lot of parents that come in. They're a lot harder to deal with than with the kids. The kids are easy as pie. I can deal with the kids. I can do anything with them, help them out. They have a good time. They don't want to leave the office. They have so much fun. We have slides in there and video games. And the parents complain because they can't get their kids to leave the dentist. And when they tell them they've got an appointment, all, many of them will say, all right, let's get in the car. Come on, Mom, let's go. So it's, it's a lot different than it used to be. I think pediatric dentistry has done a lot to help these kids. And these are dentists who have specialized in pediatrics. 
Um, we know what we're doing, and we had a lot of experience. We've seen it all. Um, unfortunately, the parents are, are may perhaps not as aware. They come in with a lot of um, hang-ups and memories and nervousness, and, and that can kind of bleed over to the child sometimes, so we try to make it easy for them as well. Um, so I'm very proud of my profession, and uh, um, I can encourage any, anybody out there who has children or grandkids to uh, get them to a pediatric dentist, and uh, um, they'll be taken well care of, I think. Great, great. Are you going to be uh, going to be heading back out to Blog World this year? I'm not sure if I'm going yet. I'm not sure either, and it's more of a logistical thing. I've got so much going on with the practice, with our growing our new practice. Um, I'm thinking about it. If I don't go this year, I might go the year after that. Um, uh, it's um, something that's very it depends on what kind of med blog track they might end up with, or or any other kind of thing. They they tend to improve it a little bit every year. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, Dr. Dean Brandon, the uh, blog is in its own website. It's called Pediatric Dentistry. You can go there by going to uh, cyberdentist.blogspot.com. Uh, thanks a lot for being on the show. I very much appreciate it. Uh, it's quite an honor and, and, and great to be talking with you this evening. Okay. Well, we'll talk to you very soon, and uh, we'll uh, have a good evening. Thank you, and God bless. Okay. All right, kids, so uh, that is the show here uh, this evening. So thanks a lot to my guest, uh, Dr. Dean Brandon uh, from Huntsville, Alabama. He is uh, from the uh, Alabama Pediatric Dental Associates and Orthodontics. Uh, and a uh, great guy. I, we, got to, we got to spend uh, some time over at uh, Blog World. Uh, just met him there, and uh, he just came out to, to the MetaBlog track and uh, uh, got to sh- uh, uh, share some time with him and talked about that. I learned a lot about pediatric dentistry, both by talking with him and uh, with the checking out his blog. So uh, so another great connection there made by uh, social media. So oh, uh, i got six minutes left, but I'm going to be ending the show here early. So uh, thank you, everybody, for, for joining me here this evening. If you want to go to the uh, see what our current schedule is, because we have a lot of interviews coming up uh, in uh, uh, February and in March. I've been working hard trying to get some good guests uh, for, for you out there. Uh, so go to DrAnonymous.com and uh, check that out. Uh, my next show will be Saturday night. Uh, will be uh, February sixth, uh, twenty ten, at uh, nine p.m. Eastern time. Uh, we'll be having a lot of fun there. So uh, thanks a lot for joining me here this evening. You can always go to uh, DrAnonymous.com, DrAnonymous.net, DrAnonymous.org to check out all you can get from Dr. Anonymous. Uh, so thanks a lot for uh, uh, joining me here this evening. I'll leave you with this song. And uh, have a good week, and uh, we'll see you this weekend for the next Dr. Anonymous show. Good night, everybody.